four, three. Fuck it. There's no, there's no words That's on tomorrow. it. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Because I've never seen that. Fucking thing sucks. There's no words there. Fuck it. There's no, there's no words That's on it. you on Instagram. Good to go there. I believe we're good to go. All right. What's up, Daz? Got the new attire. He's got the new required attire on. Yeah, they are. the hottest fashion of 2020. I'm trying to go cookies fam style and get the zoomies and packs on and, and all that good stuff. <laughs> Word. <laughs> um, you already know how we do the uh, start of this show. Are you camera freeze already? Uh, you're back. Uh, started this show, we always generally give something away right off the bat. So I figured, fuck it, I'm gonna put Daz on the spot. Uh, you got anything you want to give the people today? Yeah, we just got the uh, the Easter stickers in for this weekend. I don't know which camera you're going to. Or you Let's go here, close up to. cam. Let's see. Ooh, it's too close. It's too close for the close up. Well, Easter sticker. The, the sticker pack. And a Zamodelica Express there. Gotcha. And one of these beautiful handmade face masks. So Damn. The whole package you there. got a combo kit for everybody today. Yeah. Survivor's right. kit. <laughs> All right. So how are we going to give these away? Let's see if I can't get it on the fucking screen. Oh, it's only on this screen. But it's right here. Free shit email. Top of your screen. So to win these, Daz, how do you want them to win the shit? Also, if you're watching on uh, darkhorse.live, kind of the new page we set up for this deal or whatever, you don't have to leave the browser or anything. You can literally just click in the enter below category and uh, put in the subject line or whatever the with the keyword. But what keyword do you want to go with there, Daz? Uh, let's just do, uh, just do autoflower. That's simple enough. And for the people on Instagram, I know it gets cut off up there. It's darkhorsegeneticslive at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. I'm fucking it up on Instagram. Good call. Yeah, but we just go ahead and do autoflower for, the, for that pack. Gotcha. So you want to do the first person, fifth person, and pick a number? Yeah, first person. First person. Here early. Cool. So there's some free shit from Daz right off the gate. Um, 
what uh, you want to talk about, Zamdelka, real quick, just while we got it here? What are you giving away? Tell us what it is. Yeah, that one's the Zamadelica. It's the um, three-way land race cross from Ace, bred to our Phantasma Express, which was a, the Ghost Train Haze Auto. And, uh, yeah, it's super astringent, metallic. It's got almost like a turpentine thing going, but real, real fruity. It's uh, got cherry, mango. It's got a whole whole palette there. But it's super terpy. It's got some CBD in it, and it's a really, really good uh, euphoric, nice. It's not overwhelming, but a really good sativa high. Well, you brought up the word of the day, uh, CBD. And uh, with that... I want to touch on something real quick. It's a sad story, but it's something that I want to touch on because I think it's important. Uh, let's go here real quick. So, if you haven't heard the news, um, unfortunately, Charlotte, uh, I think it's Figi. I've never met her, um, but Charlotte Figi passed away. Um, this young girl, this beautiful young girl, take a look at that chick right there. This beautiful young girl suffered epilepsy, um, and she was a leading... Without her, I don't think that cannabis movement, CBD movement, uh, would be what it is. She, all the nasty politicians and shit that wanted to demonize this plant and, you know, call it drugs and everything else. This was the face they had to say it to. So this fucked their world up. And without this beautiful young girl, um, you know, I don't know that we would have the CBD movement, the medical movement. Um, and I'm talking about the strain specifically, Charlotte's Web. Charlotte's Webb was named after this girl. Um, there's a story there. I don't want to get super deep into it. I just want to honor this girl. But the Charlotte's Webb was originally an R4. Uh, it was name was changed to Charlotte's Webb shortly after when it got involved with the Stanley Brothers. That's a whole story I don't want to get into at the moment. But, uh, yeah, she uh, without her, that's just kind of all I want to say is it's a sad day. Uh, sad day for Colorado. Sad day for the world. And, and unfortunately, it looks like she died of corona, uh, which is what they're saying. And... Um, she, I guess she was in the hospital and then released from the hospital and then two days later uh, rushed back and passed. So scary situation. Now we're hearing the her whole family has corona. So we're, you know, we're saddened to hear this news. Um, but uh, with that, uh, I just wanted to give her her, uh, um, her, her dues because uh, this chick should be a personal hero to everybody and she was a child. So uh, props to Charlotte. All right, let's, let's lighten it up a little bit. So uh, back to Daz here. Um, so yeah, we had uh, Rocky Mountain High stop by, and uh, we're about to play that clip, and uh, just we just sort of chatted and shot the shit with Rocky. But um, yeah, I think uh, we'll just cut right to it. Um, we have a little bit more Dark Horse shit coming at the end of the show, so uh, you already know we're going to give away a little bit more shit. But how about we hang out, watch this clip, and uh, yeah, hang out with some of my friends. So with that, further ado, here is uh, Daz and Rocky. Maybe. Everybody, and uh, let's go to the guests. Uh, Rocky Mountain High, real Rocky Mountain High, uh, 719 on Instagram, at real Rocky Mountain High on 719 Instagram. So welcome to the show, Rocky. Uh, Rocky's not going to show his face, which is totally cool, but he might be able to give you a wave there or something. If he, there's, there's a wave. Rock, Rocky's in the building. I'm here, um, man. Thanks for doing the show, man. We also, obviously with us, is Daz hanging out. Thanks so for having me. Thanks for have, having me. Happy to have Daz chilling and everything with, for another uh, appearance on the old show. But uh, with that said, let's dig straight into it, man. Uh, 
Rocky, which, what is your real, not your real name, what is your name? Everyone calls you real Rocky? <laughs> Everyone calls you ro- Rocky, I mean, the, the real Rocky Mountain High? Or So what, what do we call you? <clears throat> so I started off as a Rocky Mountain High 719. Um, I've incorporated the real because I've been deleted off of Instagram so uh, many times. Of course. So yeah, it's just you, people call me Rocky. You can call me. You can call me whatever you want, really. <laughs> you can call me whatever. Just don't call me late for dinner, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so tell the folks, like, what what uh, what do you do? I know you do a seed bank, but uh, you're kind of a non traditional type of dude. Where seed bank isn't your main desire. You do some breeding. You've got your own strains. Um, what? Uh, tell us what you do. So basically, I consider myself a grower, um, and I vend seeds for people that. I like personally that I could stand behind their gear and that people want. And so I don't really consider myself a seed bank. Like you said, Um, I started this gig as just kind of moving. See, people would go over to my house, see my grow. Um, They would see some of the plants and they would want the seeds. Sure. So I was buying five, 10, 15 packs of seeds off of seed banks. And then I was basically charging people like 10 bucks extra. Middleman. Yeah, middlemaning. And I started in-house genetics is the first company that I contacted because I was growing basically two full rooms of his stuff. And just hit him up and asked him if I could vent for him. And that's basically how this whole gig got started. That's the start of it? Yep. So let me go backwards a little bit further because generally on this show we ask people, uh, do you remember the first time you smoked weed? Um, uh, you know, tell us a little bit about your, your youth and childhood a little bit, how you <clears> got here. So I grew up in a really, really small town, farmer town. Um, the first time I smoked weed was probably 12. Damn. 12 years young. old. Yeah. So. Probably the youngest we've heard on the show so far out of 13 <laughs> shows. I think 12 is the youngest we've heard. So probably. Yeah. So I hung out with some older kids and they all had weed and booze and stuff and uh, I never really took to the booze, but I definitely took to the weed. <laughs> For sure. So, yeah, I started smoking. It wasn't heavy. It was just, you know, go over to my buddy's house, watch a movie, smoke a joint. Did you remember um, any strains particularly that stood out in your early days? Was there names or was it no, just no. So Eastern when, swag? When we first started, it was all swag. Yep. It was uh, Mexican brick weed oh, yeah. where we had to sit there. We would uh, buy like a quarter pound and pick out all the seeds <laughs> <laughs> with the dugout remember the dugout yep, yeah yeah totally um uh let's uh let's move it forward to like growing when was the first time you put a seed in the ground so the first time i put a seed in the ground was probably 2000 but i started growing in 98 um i started working on a buddy's farm who was disabled he was he was a paraplegic and he was growing illegally back then and me and my buddy would go out there and we would help him work in his greenhouse on his plants. Sure. And so basically me and my buddy took care of his plants for him because he couldn't do anything really besides tell us what to do. <laughs> and so me and my buddy started growing for him. Um, and then in 2000, I was in high school and my mom allowed me to grow a plant. And that was the first seed that i put in the ground and it was a schwag seed sure that's pretty cool the mom mom kicked in and said go ahead and do it uh you colorado baby i mean you don't have to answer exactly but were you born and raised you've been here forever born and raised in southern colorado very cool man very cool um so uh how did you miss like 
the industry, if you will, because if you've been here forever, you've seen it all explode, take off, go crazy. Figure a guy, you know, with your skill set and knowing what you know, might have wanted to dip into this fucking crazy world or whatever. How did you miss it? Because <laughs> so basically, uh, I got into some legal trouble. Ah. Um, I got caught growing, selling, um, got into some trouble. Was out of the cannabis scene for a few years, um, and then when I got back in, I just was never really hip on getting on the internet and being putting myself out there. Um, but I continued to get genetics from Amsterdam, like the Attitude Seed Bank in yep. particular, yep. Sensi Seeds, yep. um, Mark Emery, Canada. And so I collected and I kept growing. But where I live, it's very, very rural, very small. Um, so Everybody knows everybody's business. Kind yeah, of place. yeah, <clears throat> exactly. So I never really... Down there where I'm at, it's not like there's a lot to do. It's not like we didn't have the internet down there forever, <laughs> you know. So <laughs> I never, I never was on the Facebook. Never did any of that stuff. Um, so one of my buddies hit me up, and he was getting all these seeds from all these different breeders, and basically. He told me Instagram. <laughs> he was like, man, I never did any of the forums. Um, we never had the internet. Sure. So he told me, you got to get on Instagram. This is where I'm getting all these seeds. Um, so that's what made me do the jump into gotcha. Instagram. How, uh, if, if you didn't have internet, how did you learn to grow? Just books or word of mouth, friends or? Friends. Yeah, yeah friends. taught you? Yeah. yeah, friends and books, but mainly friends. Um, <laughs> The books basically taught you the basics, sure. but it took a lot of trial and error. You have you know? a favorite book that helped you along the way? Um, the Grow Bible was pretty good. Yep. Legendary book. Um, that's pretty much the only one that I really looked at gotcha. big time. But more than anything, it was friends and experience, you know, just trial and error. Do you remember the first seed that you ever popped, or do you remember like the first strain that you ever had that was special? First mother you ever took? LA, LA Confidential. DNA? Yep, DNA. Very cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, I grew strictly DNA genetics for about two years. Um, and it was basically what I had access to. And so I grew their stuff out, fell in love with the, the quality feminized seeds, <laughs> you know, sure. that type of stuff. Um, Were you an anti-fem guy for a while? No, no, I wasn't anti-fem. I just didn't really understand the whole process of sure. how it all worked at that point. Daz, being an auto femme guy, at any point, were you anti-femme? No. I, you no, were always, always ready to fuck with the femmes? Yeah, that's what I, I was kind of born into. That's what the offerings were at the time. So I didn't think anything of it other than, uh, you know, all the people that, that said they were going to herm out and be horrible and they're <laughs> missing a chromosome and <laughs> going to be little, little slow plants. But no, I've never had any issue with them. And I found, I mean, it's... Uh, it's hard to even say, but I've definitely found better plants in packs of feminized seeds than I have in regs. So hmm. it's there's a statement. Yeah, it's it's not 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 a bad thing. It's never been a bad thing to me. And let me ask you this: this is maybe a little unrelated from interviewing Rocky here, but uh, in your experience, have you had trouble keeping a mother out of feminized seeds, wanting it to want it eventually wanting to flower itself out or stress out? Because I've had regular seeds. I've had moms for twelve years, eighteen years. But I've not really been able to keep feminized seeds as a mother for long durations over a decade or more. Yeah, I, I 
never kept mothers of anything, so okay. yeah, I'm the wrong person to ask there. Okay. I usually <laughs> run something, pollinate it, and then, then get rid of it just gotcha. for space. Well, then spinning it back over to Rocky. Rocky, you have any experience with autos, or you fuck with autos at all? Uh, I am now. <laughs> so I did back in the day uh, when, like, uh, what was it, the Joint Doctor um, lowrider stuff came out, and honestly, at first, they kind of put a bad taste in my mouth. Because they were just such low quality. Yeah, the lowriders were like four inch tall plants. Yeah, they were yeah. dwarfs. Yeah, they were they were straight up dwarfs. Um, you know, I had better swag. Sure. <laughs> so, uh, but now I've grown uh, some night owl and some mephisto, and it's completely changed my mind on yep. autos. Um, I was kind of anti auto for a minute. I'm not going to lie about it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was too. If you watch episode one, the very first episode of this show, I talked to Daz and right. I sat there and told him that. I thought autos were complete dog shit till I met you. So, no, yeah. yeah, I agree. I did agree with that at one point. Um, I could honestly say I've changed my mind on it. And it's become, over the past year, I've been collecting a lot of Mephesto, um, just as much as I could get my hands on, honestly, because I feel that there's definitely a place for them, especially where I live or it's such a cold climate. Uh, we get freezes in beginning of September. Sure. Do you um, go outside? Yeah, so I do inside, outside, greenhouse. I do all three. You have a farm? Yeah. Like a legit farm? You yeah. Have, so like we, horses and chickens and goats and shit and all kinds of stuff? No, no. So <laughs> the farm is potato farming. Okay. Yeah. So we grow potatoes out there and it's been something that we've been doing forever. Um, so my knowledge of growing plants has always been there. Mm -hmm. um, it's just been a different plant. Sure. Let's shift a little bit into trade shows because I maybe I'm wrong, but I think the first trade show you ever did... Uh, was Indo Expo in Denver, and we partnered up with you. You were gracious enough to let us partner up with you because I was late to the party. And um, uh, you have essentially taken the trade show world by storm because, I mean, I will obviously give some credit to uh, Capulator, you know, for coming in, and you work with Capulator damn near exclusively. I shouldn't say exclusively, but he's your guy. And when you guys do right. a show... You line up the fucking, you know, the line's fucking for real. The fire department's scratching their head. Like, <laughs> shit gets real. Like, uh, talk about how, you know, that all came to be, if you will. And even Daz, I don't think Daz, you'd worked any shows until right about the same time. And then you kind of broke into the show business or whatever. But uh, let's talk a little bit about shows. And I guess, Rocky, start us off with, like, how, how you decided to do that. Maybe how you linked up with Cap and how that whole explosion sort of happened. Yeah, so basically, um, I had attended shows, you know, just as going to go buy seeds. Um, I had went to, like, the Cannabis Cup in Denver, um, and it was a complete shit show. Like, we could we waited in line for hours to go in and buy a couple packs of seeds from Canarado, basically. <laughs> sure. Um, so I had attended them before, but when I started this gig, uh, I knew that I needed to do some shows. So we did the Indo Expo, what was that, 20... 2018. Mm -hmm. um, so that was my first show that I actually worked behind the booth. And I just hit cap up. <laughs> so I had been growing a lot of cap stuff before um, before the Mac came out. <laughs> you know, um, I had gotten packs from him from Chalice that were like nobody really knew of. Sure. And I was growing out his OCD M15. If you knew before the Mac, I mean, obviously, Cap's been doing his thing for a long time with other businesses and other things in forums and blah, blah. But uh, how did you get to, you know, know Cap before the explosion? Just coincidence or you were just following him early? Yeah, so I got some of his seeds. Um, one of my buddies got me some of his Miracle Cookies, um, a couple, the OCD M15, 
um, a couple packs from Chalice Festival. Okay. Um, and then I hit him up, and I was growing them, and I kept sending him pictures and just talking about genetics, you know. And that's kind of how we built our friendship. Gotcha. Yeah, and then so when Indo Expo came along, I had kind of known that he was interested in going, so I just contacted him and invited him. And that might have been, and I don't, I don't want you to speak for him per se, but that I think that might have been the first time he worked a show outside of California. Yeah, because I think so. he he was basically killing Cali, mm-hmm. and he's like, let's take this show on the road. You know? Right. So that sort of kicked off the Cat Mania. Right. Know? Yeah, so. that was definitely, it was an eye-opening experience. Um, he crushed it. Yeah. <laughs> There's he no other way to put it. it. Yeah. He <laughs> you put know? the industry on notice. Yeah. Everybody paid attention. Yeah. Certainly. So, I mean, it was cool. I invited him, um, and then you guys had contacted me. Yep. And so we I slid said, in. Yep. You know, at being in Colorado, we can't sell seeds in um, in colorado trade shows so we you know did our metric thing we passed out flyers and everything else but it was surreal because there's a line wrapped around the building for cap and then we're sitting here just passing out (laughs) these cards for doing metric orders and everything else and uh like i say it it was surreal but knowing that was your first show now that i know that thinking back i was thoroughly impressed because you had an organization system i think you had your your girl or somebody in the back like yep like a whole you know he was like a assembly line like, yeah which yeah, we, we... Don't, generally don't see at a trade show <laughs> if you walk up to my booth it'd be me or caesar or whatever staring at each other be like okay we got any more of those left let's dig in the box and we start flipping through it and trying to find it you know what I mean? it's like right you, you had this shit on point from day one that that all goes to my wife her credit she's super organized um we kind of prepped going into this and we basically said, let's run this like they do McDonald's. Sure. Where they come up, they place an order, it goes to the cook, the cook gets the order, brings it to the next person, and so on and so forth. Yeah. So Very efficient. You know? Yeah. When you got a line that long, you better be fucking efficient, I suppose. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. The uh, line was caps. Generally, but... <laughs> yeah. But still. <laughs> yeah. Um, so th- I guess I'll bring it to you, Daz, because like I say that was about the same trade show that you kicked off. Um, I know, Rocky, you've started doing shows all over the country since then because you saw some success there, so you kind of duplicated the model. And I've seen Daz, you do this very similar thing. Because was that your first show? Didn't you work with Artisan? Or? Um, was it 2018? Or I think it was 18, 18. maybe. Maybe it was 19. Oh, yeah, well, either, either way, yeah. I remember yeah, going there and seeing that line and, and reaching out to Cap and being like, man, that was awe-inspiring. Like, I'd heard tale, I've heard the talk of it before, but actually seeing it there in person, it was just, I don't know, unbelievable. I was like, okay. The game's still alive and kicking. Like there's there's still still a lot of people that, that are in it out there. So that was awesome. But yeah, the trade shows. I'm sorry, what was the question? Basically <laughs> basically like that yes. was your first one. So take us through a little bit of, like getting into your first trade show and then that obviously parlayed you into doing more and more. So now you're doing the trade show well, you know, circuit. It, Partnering with someone kind of immediately let me know that I needed to have my own booth just for the fact of signage and and sharing space. And people tend to come to one booth for something in particular. Sure. So I learned that right off the bat. And the the first year was really kind of just me going and and hanging out. Getting your feet wet. Yeah, I did a big... um, big raffle that I, I lost a bunch of money on where I gave away like thousands of dollars in seeds for I think maybe like 500 bucks but yeah it was it was really cool to actually meet a bunch of people that was the first time I'd ever actually had people come out specifically to to say hey and say I want to put a, a name to a face so that was really really cool but after that after you know getting my own booth set up and everything I mean it's been great I, I really enjoy it um I'm kind of the same organizational set as you, where I'm digging in the, the bags and seeing what's left when. <laughs> I'm pretty good at crossing stuff off when it's sold out, but 
as far as how many of each pack we have. I need to get better at that. Sure. And I, I like the the method you got going. I might have to try to implement that here in the future. That seems very uh very well thought out. Do either of you guys have a favorite show? I I know this changes because some of the shows are hot and then all of a sudden they're not. But maybe a favorite show of all time that you did, or just a favorite show that's your go-to that you I fucking love this show. Either one. Um. You know, I'm partial to the Denver Indo Expo yep. since it's my home state. Um, I, I that's my favorite one. We could drive to it. It's super close. Um, it's a local scene. I do got to say that I think the show that surprised me the most was probably the Oklahoma Canacon. Mm. Um, those the people out in Oklahoma are amazing. Yep. Um, I loved the culture out there. I loved the. It's just more of where I'm from, kind yeah, of. Yeah, the, the farming vibe. Yeah, exactly. Totally. And they're very humble. Um, it's not the people showing up to the booth saying, oh, I've grown this, this, and this, and I'm the best grower in the world. Sure. It's more the people walking up saying, I'm a, I'm a starter. Um, you know, what would you suggest? It, there's, a, there's a humbleness to it that I really, really enjoyed in Oklahoma. Sure. Uh, do you have any tips or tricks for working a trade show? Short of your assembly line that you just sort of explained, but... Uh... You know, getting a getting a sale or getting a customer or anything. I don't even say getting a customer, but something that draws people in. Because I think once you get them to the booth, you start talking to them, you're going to essentially make the sale if they're into seeds. But uh, you have any go-to methods for uh, sort of bringing cap to the building? But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Go-to methods? No, I, yeah, so I do. I have a go-to line when I talk to people. I always start off by asking people, first of all, if they're a grower or not. Because mm-hmm. a lot of these people that go to the shows don't grow. They're just, just smokers. Yeah. Yeah, they're for that way you kind of know where to lead the conversation. If they are a grower, then I then I ask them then, uh, what are you looking for? As far as terps, as far as indica sativa leaning, um, flowering, you know, I wanna, I try to get them really what they want rather than just making a sale, if that makes sure. sense. Mm-hmm. And it seems to work pretty well. You got any super secrets, Daz? Other than the raffle that you said didn't really work? <laughs> no, uh, um, you know, show just, up with a smile. That's that's your secret. Yeah, talking to people and seeing what they're there for, what they're into, and if they've ever grown autos before, and usually talking about how autos differ from from what they're used to, and yeah, it's really just a lot of uh, informing. Gotcha. Uh, no, no secrets. I'm I'm trying to pick some up from you guys. Favorite show or favorite <laughs> show of all time? Um, Freedom Rally is my favorite show. That's what I think I was going to say. Consistently overall. Yeah. Um, both to go to as a as a vendor and also just go to as a customer consumer because sure. I've been going to that one for a few years and, and actually participating on it was a whole different beast. I thought it was bad walking <laughs> around, but yeah. So that one I had a blast and, and hardest one to work. Fun. Hard. You got your on your feet all day, just yeah. talking all day. There's like a million people in the park, or whatever. Have you done that one, Rocky? No, I haven't. Yeah, it, we, assuming we get over COVID and shit, you gotta you gotta go do. Uh, uh, Freedom Rally because yeah. each year they're kind of scaling it back. It used to be three days or four days. Now it's three and then two. I think this year's one. But yeah, like they're scaling it back, but it's it's a fucking scene. Uh, but yeah, I would highly recommend checking that show out. Um, but, uh, shifting away from the show business, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, breeding and genetics. And I know you have your own line, so not only do you dabble in the seed, you know, bank business, if you will, but you've make your own stuff. So t- talk me through about how you decided to become a breeder and make your own stuff and what you're working on and tell us a little about what you got going on. So I did my first project uh, with mindset of, I had a couple plants that I had grown that were basically the best plants I've grown in a, in a decade or so. Um, and I wanted to 
I wanted to use them to get more seed, basically. And so that was why I made the orange flambe. Um, I didn't really make it with anticipation of people wanting it. Um, I made it to make seeds for myself, really. And it kind of went in a different direction <laughs> pretty fast. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's the uh, OCD M15 from Cap, which is Orange Cookie Star Dog, crossed to his Miracle 15, uh, crossed to Cherry Flambe from um, At Green Snowman. And it just, it's super complex. It's not fully orange like most people would think. There's a lot of uh, fuel, soapiness, and cherry in it. What's the flower time? Um, 60 to 70. Okay. You know, for the most part. You might find some a little bit before or a little bit after. So, um, yeah, so I just did that. And uh, I did it just to make myself some seeds to have because I was spending thousands and thousands of dollars on seeds a month right. <laughs> and so i figured i think i could probably make some i will say that more than a vendor i look at you as a customer honestly because you've come to our booth at almost every fucking show we come to and you're like one of the the big whales that comes up to the booth and it's like oh here comes the whale you know what i mean you know he's coming <laughs> yeah. you know he's coming with a stack no, or two yeah. to load up and shit and it's like, everyone's happy to see you when you come to the booth you know what i mean <laughs> yeah but uh yeah you definitely been buying a fucking shit ton of seeds so you've gone through a shit ton of seeds right so you've seen a lot you know what i mean certainly qualified to pick some expressions out and, and make something you know what i mean right yeah no i i'm a i'm a customer first you know i'm a grower and a customer and that's kind of how I based my uh, business on is that I know I know what it's like to be on both sides mm -hmm. of, of all of it. I know what it's like to be the grower. I know what it's like to be the customer. And I know what it's like to be the person behind the booth selling the seeds. For sure. So I think that kind of helps in all situations. But, yeah, I, uh, I'm a seed seed guy, man. I love buying seeds. I can't, can't get enough of it. I've never really developed any other bad habits. Let's say, how much shit does the wife give you? On your seed buying habits, you know, um, your she's, seed spending. She's cool about it. She's <laughs> super. She's super cool about Found it. Found a winner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she she knows that it's my passion. She knows that I'm gonna use them, um, for the most part. <laughs> There's some that are still in the fridge, you know, just sitting there. Just little but, investments. Right? Yeah, they're investments. Exactly. That's the way we look at it. So beautiful. You have more than how many strains do you have? Um. So right, I have the orange flambe. Um, I worked on a couple other projects that I'm not just happy with how they came out. Okay. I thought so. for some reason in my head, I thought you had two or three that you had released, but you only have one release at the moment, still working on some other stuff. So I have the orange flambe line. Okay. So line. yeah, gotcha. there's like eight or nine crosses in there. So gotcha. it's uh, orange flambe, granny's oranges, uh, ultimate flambe, um, platinum flambe, um, egg yolk has been one that's been popping up a lot lately. What's um, that one? It's platinum mochi gelato. Okay. Yeah, it's crossed orange plum. Uh -huh. So yeah, it's pretty good. Right on. Um, I basically just took my best plants that I've grown over the past couple years and hit them all to my orange plum. Mm. And then I grew them out pretty heavily. I grew out over 20 of each of them in one gallon pots in multiple tents. Uh -huh. And then I gave a bunch to my friends to grow out just to test them and see you know, what was going to come out of them. And I've been, I've been impressed. Nice. Your uh, IG game, which we just pulled the IG up for everybody on the screen to check out. You can give them a follow or whatever. Your IG game is pretty funny because your memes are, you, you're, <laughs> you, you know, I don't really know how to phrase it. I was like, you, you come out with some funny shit every other day, I would say, or whatever. But uh, yeah, on here, aside from the weed shit or whatever, uh, anything you want to feature on the page or whatever? Like, anything that 
Stand up, you want to talk about it real quick at all? I'm going to put him on the spot because we didn't talk about any of this stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, so my, my IG is kind of complicated because <laughs> um, because I get, I've been deleted off of Instagram so many times. So I try to keep weed pics and anything to do with sales. Uh, I'll put it up and I'll leave it on for a day to a day or two and then take it off because gotcha. Instagram will take it down. And That's why I say you put it up and then it goes away all the yeah, time. Yeah. So people, yeah, people ask me all the time, what happened to this post? And I'm like, Either I took it down or Instagram took it down. Gotcha. You know? um, so, yeah, I mean, and I just, I don't know, people have this, uh, people say, you know, some people get offended by some of the stuff I post, but I'm actually a really non-serious person. Sure. Like a lot of the stuff I put out, I'm fishing. I just want to see who's going to say P what. Push a button or two. Yeah, yeah. I just want to push a button. Yeah, I mean, not necessarily piss people off, but let's just see what, you know, I'm going fishing. I'm a fisherman. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I got you. So, but yeah. So, uh, with that said, let's talk about uh, people who you feature on the bank. If I mean, I took your IG down. We don't want to blow that up too hard or whatever. But uh, you wanna, <laughs> I mean, uh, this is good on YouTube and other places. You just want to drop the like the website name or whatever. And yeah, so I don't know if you know all of your breeders off I top do. of the head, but uh, you want to talk about some of the breeders you're featuring. And uh, I believe, uh, well, I'll just let you do it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so I have two websites actually. I have a U United States website, which is Rocky Mountain High Seven One Nine dot org. And I have a Canadian website that also ships to the United Kingdom. And that's rmhca.ca. Um, and my Canadian partner on Instagram is at rmhca420. Um, he's also known as Little Shed. <laughs> so he's helped me out a lot. Um, I was just getting so many people from Canada hitting me up. And I had had a couple packages seized at customs. Yeah, Canada's tricky. Yeah, so I just figured, you know, let's start a Canadian website to where we can guarantee people either their money or their order. Right. Where they're not going to take a loss either way. So that's why we started that end. Very cool. But certainly has good customer service on the site. You have any issues with uh, Americans or Canadians, like calling up, want money back or any crazy weird shit you have to deal with? Yeah. Um, so we definitely got... Chargebacks, you get fucked we, over. Yeah, we got pushed into a corner where we do cash only right now. Yep. Um, our PayPal got shut down. Yep. They held all of our funds for 180 days. Been there. Venmo got shut down. Been Cash there. App got locked up. <laughs> um, Stripe shut us down within two days, believe yep. it or not. Um, so, yeah, we do cash only on the U.S. side, but our Canadian side still accepts PayPal, okay. which is really cool because he could get immediate payments. And, sure, yeah, a little yeah. faster, everything's cool, but quicker. But things are a little bit different in Canada, um, even with taxes and everything. Right. They seem so. somehow more legal. I mean, they are more legal. It's federally yeah. legal, you yeah. know what I mean, or whatever. Yeah, he could he could literally put cannabis seeds written on the package and mail them, and they'll get there. They, sure. they have no problem with it. Very cool. So, uh, yeah, any other breeders that you mess with on yeah, there? Yeah, so uh, I vent for in-house genetics, Swamp Boys, um, Dominion Seed Company, Oni Seed Company, uh, Bloom, um, Green Snowman, um, Altitude Ranch, Nerds Genetics, Sunleaf, and my most recent pickup as of today, actually, is uh, Night Owl. Yeah, thank Sweet. you very much. I appreciate that. You've been a, a huge supporter all this time, and I think you probably got the, the largest private personal collection of, of Night Owl that I've seen, so thank you very <laughs> much. I'm super grateful for that. Yeah, I've been I've been pretty hot on it, man. I I grew some out and was thoroughly impressed and 
just been on it since. I've been on a mission trying to find every and all Mephesto older packs that I could find. And, uh, and then when you started Night Owl, it became a little bit easier because mm-hmm. um, it's a little more out there now. But, like, yeah, the older stuff is impossible to find, especially in the United States. Yeah. Do you know what strains you just dropped over there? Um, let's see. I dropped the blue microverse. You got um, Zamodelica Express, The Wizard's Apprentice. Um, I think you've got some White Stomper, Tropical Wiz, Miracle Berry, Blue Light Special, and I think you might have a couple Blue Microverse as well. So, and then you got you got some of the regs, but I think those are going for your your yep. personal collection there. So, thank you very much. I appreciate that. I'm yeah, of course, to be man. On your site, man. I'm, I'm a big fan, and it's a good good connection. I think so. Yeah, I appreciate you. you as well. Yeah, no worries. Very cool. Let's, uh, I mean, I think we're going to kind of get to the end of wrapping this up, but I want to ask you both if you guys have anything you want to talk about before we get out of here. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you guys have anything on that you didn't get to talk about or that you do want to talk about? No, thanks for you having me on shakes. again. Yeah. I want to ask uh, Rocky on the way out the door, what the fuck happened in Hawaii with your cell phone? <laughs> I heard a story, <laughs> but I don't know the story. So we'll end, uh, on, we'll end on a Hawaii. <laughs> no, this is your first time ever going to Hawaii. Right. So tell us about your Hawaii trip on the way out. Well, uh, you know, my first time, I'm an amateur Hawaiian, you could say. <laughs> uh, no, so me and my buddy and my wife went to the beach, um, had my cell phone in my pocket, didn't even think about I was so excited to get in the water, and I'm not a swimmer, really. I don't even know why I was so excited to get in the water, because <laughs> I'm not a big swimmer. Mm-hmm. But I just ran in. We played in the water for 45 minutes to an hour. <laughs> uh, we get back to the Jeep, and... Uh, I felt in my pocket and I was like, oh man, I have my cell phone in my pocket. <laughs> so at that point, I, I still haven't gotten all my contacts back. It's been, it's been rough. So every time my phone rings and I don't recognize it, I'm yeah. hoping it's somebody. I'm like, okay, totally. yeah. So. Say, so yeah, if you uh, used to be in Rocky's phone, <laughs> it's now fucked from the ocean. So send the man a text and reconnect. Yeah, we'll link up. Cool. Uh, I guess... Right before we sign this fucker off, I kind of wanted to ask you both, um, as uh, this is just related to the current times, because I hate talking about this shit too much or whatever, but uh, has the COVID shit or whatever affected your business as a seed bank or night owl or anything? Has it, has it touched you at all, essentially, as, a, as your business? Marijuana has essentially, or cannabis essentially been recession-proof, you know what I mean, or <laughs> fucked-up times-proof or pandemic times-proof or whatever, but I'm just sort of wondering, has things changed a little bit for how you guys are working as of late? No, other than going to the post office in the middle of the night so I don't have to run into anybody and touching everything with bags on my hands or gloves <laughs> on and wearing a mask when I go out in public. But I'm trying to stay in as much as possible and then keep sure. away from people. Cool. Yeah, no, um, no, nothing's... I could honestly say I think business has picked up over the past couple of weeks for us. I think more people... It's also the time of year. It's springtime yep. going into the summer grows. Yep. So it might be that timing. But no, nothing's really changed for us as far as everything. Cool. So might be a COVID four twenty situation. You guys got any four twenty plants cooked up? I'm putting you on the spot. You thought about any promotions you guys are going to do yet? No, no, nah. neither. No, most of my promotions I come up with like last minute. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. Check back around four twenty. Yeah. These guys will have something cooked up. I guarantee it. It's yeah, myself included. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do yet either. <laughs> but everybody will have something cooked up by four twenty. But uh, yeah, with that. We're rambling now, so I'm going to sign this fucker off. I really appreciate uh, Rocky for coming down and doing appreciate it. Appreciate you, man. And, Thanks uh, for having me. Uh, Night Owl for uh, Daz for coming and hanging out once yeah. again, you know, trying to make this dude a regular on this show. So, uh, yeah, with that, we're going to sign off with these guys. 
Uh, I appreciate it, boys. Thank you. Appreciate it. There you go. That was a little afternoon smoke sesh uh, with Rocky and Des. Uh, really cool of the guys to do it. And uh, Rocky's a really good dude if you don't know him. Um, Seed Bank you can trust, so check him out. And, yeah, now we got Night Owl on on uh, on Rocky's site. Yep. So Stoked Canadians, to too. Like, mm -hmm. shit is uh, shit is available everywhere. So is it is it live yet? Do you know if he put it live? Yep, I think he did the drop uh, last weekend. So he's live. Good to go. So thanks again, Rocky, for uh, doing that or whatever. But um, yeah, if you hung out through the uh, interview, I think we're going to reward you with a little bit more free shit. We got Daz too. I think might have a little more free shit inside of uh, uh, coming out of Daz or whatever. Yeah. So uh, let me uh, let me do my shit first, since yeah, I don't want to totally slut you out. Let's <laughs> just do a little dark horse love here. Uh, there you go. Wow. You're on. You, we'll believe you on the camera. You're the star. Um, so here's a promo. Uh, looks like you can't quite see it on IG. I'll make a little adjustment. There you go. So what we just did is we um, took the Infinity Gauntlet pack by by request. You guys asked for it, so we did it. We took it down from uh, 12 packs down to a six pack. So we created a half pack Infinity Gauntlet package, and those are only 250 now. So check that out over at Sea Bazaar. But uh, we're going to give away two of them right now. Fuck it. So uh, if you want to win a free Infinity Gauntlet pack, uh, 36 free seeds, $250 value, how about you email top of your screen? Yeah, I got to go over here. Top of your screen. DarkHorseGeneticsLive at gmail.com. Fifth person to put the word Charlotte in uh, the subject line. And then we'll go... Uh, We'll give away a second one too. Actually, we'll kick it over to Daz. You kick something. You kick something out, Daz. All right. Uh, let me get over to you. Here, what do you want to give away? We'll do another one of the Easter sticker packs. I don't know. If yeah, we can see it up it. or not. Then a pack of the Wizards Apprentice F4 Fems, and another one of my aunt's homemade Night Owl fashion face masks. There. Speaking of your aunt or grandmother. Who sewed uh, these? Up. Was up. it your aunt or your grandmother? My aunt made them. Okay. On my Instagram, my grandma was modeling them there. Oh, so. There's your lovely grandmother, yeah. Night Owl Grandma, <laughs> rocking the mask. Yeah, if you want to win this one, do uh, what's the the email there? Uh, Dark Horse Genetics Live at, at gmail.com. Yeah, and do Grandma. It's got to be a M A, no Grandma. Grandma. There you go. Got you. But yeah, so my aunt's been making. Not the Night Owl versions, but making these face masks and donating them to uh, hospitals around South Carolina. She offered to make me some, and I put them up on the site halfway, thinking uh, I'd get a, a bunch of shit, but they, uh, they, they sold out pretty quick. So she said she's going to make me a couple more, and I'll try to get, get some more up on the site next week if anybody's interested. So that's on theseedbazaar.com. That's pretty cool. Those and definitely went fast. Also, uh, on Easter, I'm going to be releasing some more regs, so if you've been looking for those, they'll be back in stock. And I'm going to dig deep in the collection and see what I have that I dropped previously that I have a few packs of left over and try to try to get some of those restocked back on the site, too. So Easter if you're specials. interested in any of the, uh, the older stuff or stuff that's been sold out, check it out on Sunday. What, uh, what regs, if you don't mind me digging in, do you know what you're going to drop? Yeah, the uh, Zamadelica Express, the Wizard's Apprentice, and the Blue Microverse. They were up before, but uh, I had that, that last Secret Owl Society drop, and 
I mean, I kicked my ass. So I took everything down, and I'm just going to restock the site completely and, and, like I said, dig in the closet and see what I can't can't find of some of my older stuff for you guys. Gotcha. So, yeah, guys, if you're not aware, uh, Daz, Mephesto, these guys never put out regular autos um, because it's basically all you need to start your own auto company. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, if, you've, you know, if you're looking for any regular autos to do any side projects or anything like that, these would be those seeds that you guys want to target. Um, but yeah, really cool. So when the fuck is Easter? Is that Sunday? Jeez, Louise. Well, yeah, it's coming Seems up. Like time's going fast, and even though we're not doing fuck yeah. all, <laughs> time flies in quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Word. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much all I have for this show. I want to give some shit away. We talk to Rocky. Talk to you. Um, let me take a few questions. If you guys want to fire a question off real quick, we got the auto guy here. Shoot him a question. You got a dark horse question. Oh uh, yeah, we got to give away one more infinity pack. But go ahead and fire your questions off in chat, and uh, if I can, if we can see them, I'll uh, throw them up and we'll ask Daz or myself. But uh, yeah, let me get the other promo going. So yeah, this is once again another infinity gauntlet pack. If you want to win this one, we'll take the seventh person. Um, says, uh, what the fuck do we want to say? Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy. Just write that right in the subject line. And, uh, seventh person, and I shall get these to you on the house. All right. Let's see, we have a question or two. Stone Ninja's chilling. What up, Ninja? Question from Ninja. What do you think will be the first event after Corona? The Auto Cup. 20, 2020 Auto Cup. Grand Prix October beats you, 17th. doesn't it? Oh, oh October. Sure. No, yeah, you're right. Great. Uh, yeah, the uh, Daz's uh, uh, Auto Cup. Yeah, we'll have a... We will party. Full immunity by then. Everybody will be gotten over it. And yeah, come on out. <laughs> Denver, Colorado, October 17th. Save the date. Very cool. Grand Prix, uh, December, I don't even know off the top of my head. I don't think we have official dates on it. First week of December. Uh, yeah. What's your, we've got another question here. What's your favorite auto? Do you have I, one? I have too many. Yeah, it changes. But <clears throat> right now, my favorite thing to smoke on is, is the Zamodelica Express. It, it's so delicious and puts it, it just it works so well for me it's such a euphoric high it doesn't slow me down it's not a super heavy body high it's uh yeah that's that's my go-to for sure uh defoliating this is off ig mm-hmm. loaf grow defoliating your autos your opinion yeah i like to uh remove big fan leaves that are covering bud sites once they're in flower i tend to leaf tuck during veg um Try not to remove anything too early, but yeah, once they're in flower, they they can definitely definitely use a, a good defoliation. Gotcha. All right, let's see if there's anything else. What strain washes well out of your autos? Do you know much about uh, the your... Wizard's Apprentice? Yeah, there's a guy out in D.C. Uh, uh, Nova Farms, and man, he kills it with with that strain. He's got some some beautiful pictures on his Instagram. If you want to go check him out, it's uh, Nova Farms N O V A. Gotcha. Uh, you can a grow girl wants to know what types of soil do you use personally? Uh, Roots Organics Original Mix. That's my my go-to, and I use that as the base medium, and then I kind of amend it with my own super soil mix. And I'll take five gallon pots, and in the bottom half, I do the uh, amended Roots Organics Original with my mix, 
Then on the top half of the pots, I just do straight up Roots Organics Original. That way the autos can establish their roots in the top mix before they really hit the hot stuff down low. And I mean, it works amazing. So that's my go-to. I'd say I would answer that question. I use a, a Sunshine uh, 4 or Pro Mix, and I cut it with 20% earthworm castings, and I keep it super simple. Um, I may add a little bit of uh, um, like a peace of mind fruit and flour from Fox Farm. It's a fossilized, like dry, uh, uh, time-release, slow uh, fertilizer. But generally, I'm just keeping it super simple. Earthworm casting is 20%, and uh, Sunshine 4 or uh, uh, Pro Mix. Yeah, I've got it mixed up. Um, Sorry, the question was... Do I, I got it here on the screen. Does Dad have plans to sell a super soil mix? Yep. Yeah. Um, so I've got packaging. Um, I'm waiting on stickers, labels for it still. I've got it mixed up, ready to go. So check back in, in a week or two weeks. We'll get it up as soon as possible here. Beautiful. So with that said, check IG. Uh, my IG's fucked up. Who knows if it's working for the folks. Um... Yeah, with that said, I think we're going to sign this fucker off. What time do we got on it? 53 minutes? That'll work. Uh, yeah. So with that, I am going to that off of there. Say thank you to Daz uh, for coming in again. I think this is your third appearance, the most appearances on the show out of 13 shows. So I I'm proud so. of myself for fucking dragging Daz under this thing <laughs> so many times. But the people love you. So thanks for doing it. Well, thank you. I appreciate you having me all the time. And thank you to all the people that have questions and are interested in what I'm doing. I, I really, truly appreciate it. Beautiful. Uh, and uh, I want to thank Rocky for coming on. And uh, like I say, he told us a little bit about who he is. Um, I vouch for Rocky being a trustworthy dude on Seabank. So uh, check uh, Rocky Mountain High, the real Rocky Mountain High 719 on Instagram. And he'll direct you to his sites. But uh, yeah, uh, much love, everybody. Stay safe out there. Um, yeah, keep your chin up, and uh, we shall see you next week. Same uh, bat time, same bat channel. Peace, everybody.